Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Devin the Great Blue Dini, aka Lyrical Instrumentalist, <laughs> aka Kadaji Cavallo, aka Dev B, aka, aka, aka Bay, aka Daddy Afinfin, aka Tia's husband, aka Asia's brother. A.K.A. <laughs> and I am Tia Boyd of Tia Boyd Photos. I don't have no A.K.A.s. You're just jealous. Because you don't have long A.K.A.s like I have. You're right. I'm so jealous of your long. I was actually going to start that over and edit that out. But I guess I can keep it in there. Long, long name. So. I should keep that in there like that? Mm-hmm. All right. Keep it rolling. Well, welcome to oh snap! Welcome to 2019. Um, I just want to start off by saying thank everyone who tuned in um, to our episodes in 2018. Um, like I said, we're going to try to do some different things uh, 2019 with uh, conversations. Um, we're going to bring on more guests. Um, may have different hosts and co-hosts uh, coming in and out. Um, you know, just basically keep it always fresh and interesting so people can um continue to tune in and um so uh tia how was your 2019 starting off oh my so 2019 started off with a bang um hold on just in case people don't know this is tia boyd of tia boyd photography aka my wife aka my spouse okay i'm done <laughs> Um, so, um, my year has started off quite adventurous. Um, I quit my job, uh, my normal nine to five, my guaranteed stability, and I'm venturing out on my own. I s- recently started a, a small part-time job teaching children photography, so been training, and I actually had my first, uh, three, four classes, um, that... I've taught thus far, so it's been quite a transition. It's uh, it's been quite interesting, especially for me because I don't have children of my own, and I um, I, I don't have a bunch of children around me. So learning all these little personalities and getting to know and understanding how to deal with children has been a, an eye opener for me. Um, and in a short 14 days or like maybe just two weeks and and within the two weeks I've learned um that I need lots of patience so um I feel like this job was sent to me so that I can uh, learn that because I don't have patience um I I, I normally am very short on patience but Mm -hmm. I am um have been forced to to recognize that I have no patience and to uh, focus on that and obtain some of that. So, so far, it's been quite interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, basically, you're starting off your 2019 doing some different things, actually pursuing and moving forward with goals. Because you always hear people talk about, you know, the New Year's resolutions and how they're going to do this and make this change and... They have this whole list of things. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to start off. I'm going to 
change and be a better person. And each year, it's like, why does it have to take a whole year for you to become a better person? Like, do what you got to do and, you, you know. Just make it happen. You know, why? I never understood how people... Um, and I'm not going to even talk shit about people because I have made New Year's resolutions in the past. It wasn't until last year that I was like, I'm going to stop doing that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, why you got to wait till the new year? So this you resolution, can... you're going to not make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my New Year's resolution is not to make resolutions. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just I never understood, like, you know people being like it's the beginning of november well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna start losing weight in january what if you right. don't live to january right and i heard um uh, i know you follow him the the, the reader uh real nigga tara mm-hmm. i saw um i don't want to call it a rant but um i saw him basically saying same thing like you know basically you know why don't you just do whatever you're gonna do change tomorrow you know and if you had a bad day today, you can change again tomorrow. You know, you t- tomorrow's always a new day. So, like, you don't have to wait till a whole year or a whole month, you know, to make a change like that. And that's how I feel. Like, you know, some people use it as an excuse to wait till a whole year to do different. But it's like, well, do different now. Because you can start affecting people negatively or positively. But you can start affecting people now. So, like, why wait? Why, why wait? Right. <laughs> that part well i think people um often don't jump into stuff because they're not truly ready um so they use waiting or you know uh resolutions as uh an excuse not to do it right now you know not to pursue something that they desire right now or maybe they really don't desire and they're just talking out the side of their neck i don't know yeah probably so so how'd you prepare to start your, your new year? Well, I mean, I just, I got rest. Um, I have to say that for the last two years, like, I have not rested well. Like, um, I only sleep about four hours. So um, lately, you know, my last day of work was like December 29th or something like that. And so I got lots of rest. Oh, the 28th. I got lots of rest. Um I've been like meditating and um, trying to prepare my mind for, you know, what's going to happen this year and how I really have to be on a full hustle now that I am working for myself. So um, I've been doing like um, trying to manage my time because now I have time. I have so much time. I don't even know what to do with it. And I'm not going to even lie. I've been low-key kind of vacationing, binge-watching uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I'm, <laughs> I'm so late to it, but I'm so for it. And I am so ready for the last season also. So hopefully by the time it comes out in April, um, I should be done watching all of them up until that point. So, yeah, I've been doing a little reading lots of working out on my body physically and you know working on my mind mentally and spiritually so that's how I've been preparing um every day I try to um you know give myself some encouraging words and and also put something out there on Facebook like I know a lot of my posts lately were you know self-centered 
you know today's post was um, I choose me every day and I feel like a lot of people get lost in um, either their situations their jobs their kids family etc you know that they lose themselves so it's interesting you say that because I was just thinking that earlier how people um, basically need to um, live so if anything y'all for 2019 and just going forward every day just people just need to start trying to live um, and I mean don't let you know certain things consume you don't necessarily let your jobs consume you or uh, life problems or family problems or even if you have some kind of ailment or whatever or what might be perceived as a handicap like don't let all that kind of stuff uh, consume you like just live and um, I know I, sometimes I like saying um, what people say live your life to the fullest because mm-hmm. um, that's easier said than done so I'm not going to say that but you know, basically, do your best to live your life to the fullest and just, you know, do you. Because, um, yeah, like we were saying, why wait to try to have a New Year's resolution? Why not just try to make those changes um, ahead of time? And that's why I was asking, like, you know, what did you do to prepare uh, for this year? So I know, like, having, like, little small mini goals um, can easily, you know, help you get, you know, to your next adventure in life or whatever that is um because that's what i've been trying to do um i've been following people like tia boyd photos <laughs> tia boyd photography i should say i've been following chuck wavy i've been following um like the reader real nigga tarot dila just been following all the different people um around me and I'm liking you all's success on, you know, how y'all are moving with everything. So I'm like, what do I need to do to, um, you know, fulfill and get reach my goals? So I'm like taking baby steps. So I've been kind of watching y'all, analyzing y'all, how y'all been doing things. And, of course, you know, I've been helping y'all a little bit along the way as well. So I'm like, okay, it's time for me to um, start doing some things in 2019. Because how many of y'all know that I do poetry? So, yeah. And then some of y'all know I do videos. Some of y'all know or don't know I, I do graphic design. Um, of course, I do music and engineering, producing. And now I'm actually getting into DJing. So, I'm about to go ahead and get all that stuff going this year. But not to try to overwhelm myself. So, again, um, pacing yourself. So I know you mentioned, like you said, being at home and um, you don't know what to do with yourself. I think it is good to relax because, you know, sometimes when you don't, then you try to force yourself to do things and you just get stressed out. But a good idea of what you can do is, that's what I was doing on my off days, like um, do things in like 30 minute increments. That way you don't feel like you're being consumed with doing um, too much right now. Um, and you know, like after 30 minutes, you got a break from whatever that is and you can go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so what I was doing, like if I had a, vi- a video to edit, I'd only work on it for 30 minutes or if it was maybe two videos, maybe I work on one for 30 minutes. And then after that 30 minutes, then I go to the other one for 30 minutes and then, um, maybe take like a 30 minute break and do some music for 30 minutes and maybe clean up for 30 minutes. Just basically keep doing 30 minute um, 
things after a while. That sounds good, you know. Um, it, it just setting small goals for yourself, mm-hmm. the small obtainable goals. So right. that sounds very practical. I'm gonna have to try that. Um, I am enjoying my relaxing because <laughs> I, I don't relax. Uh, I've been told oftentimes that like hey, you're supposed to be resting. I'm like yeah, I am. Well, I thought you was just going to hang out and chill. And I was like, I am chilling. And I'm like, no, you've been walking around, folding clothes, cleaning up. And I was like, but I'm home, you know. So um, I do definitely need to learn how to relax. So setting small goals sounds like awesome. I know that um, um, those that follow me on Instagram and stuff, you may know that I used to weigh like 200 and something pounds. And so... Um, even now, I still feel like at times that they, I can stand to lose a little weight or whatever. So I always um, set like little small goals for myself. Like I'm like, in a month, I'm going to lose five pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes I succeed. Uh, you know, I lose right at five pounds. Sometimes I lose seven or eight pounds or whatever. But like just setting those small goals instead of being like, you know, I, I need to lose 30 pounds. And then that's the whole number that you just stay focused right. on is about losing this 30 pounds and then when you're not successful mm-hmm. and you don't do it then you kind of give up on yourself a little bit or you you feel like a failure so then what do you do then you end up gaining whatever you lost back on mm-hmm. top of that so you know i feel like setting small goals whether it be like for weight or you know um success with your personal life or like business or anything like that you can be like you know um i'm gonna get 10 followers this month i'm gonna get 10 new followers and then you're putting the content out there and you, you're working your social media skills and you know and you get those 10 and then you're like all right i got 10 this month i'm gonna get 20 next month you know or 15 next mm-hmm. month so i definitely believe in setting small goals for yourself you actually said two really good things that you know people constantly say um you know most people a lot of people's like um new year's resolution um you know is always to lose weight or be more fit and all that so it's good that you said um for one that you gave you a testimonial on how much you used to weigh and what you weigh now and what you're doing to um keep your weight and to you know lose more so um i think you're right it's good to set small goals like that you know only lose let me try to only lose this amount of pounds in this time frame and then you know just gradually keep doing that because yeah like you said when people will be trying to lose 30 pounds in a month or something that might not be as easy obtainable for the individual you know just because you know there's different factors that can play uh, a part in that um but yeah, I think those small ones. But then you said the social media thing. So it's like people who are trying to run businesses, whether you're an artist or not, um, it's a good thing to know. Because a lot of people don't know about, um, I know you and Chuck Wavy kind of brought that to my attention, the whole like algorithms kind of thing, how, you know, what time of days that you should post on social media and the time of day when I think what, the amount of times a day and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, because you don't want to flood somebody's timeline too much. So, I mean, there's there's like 
at least three to four key point or key hours of the day that you want to post um like you know to to have your content contents seen by the you know the most people in your timeline and also like um you don't want to post too much because if you post too much then some of your stuff is not going to show up on some of your friends timeline mm -hmm. and it's, it's quite weird because like if you scroll through your timeline on instagram or anything like that like you'll see stuff but then like you can back out of it and come back and then you'll see other stuff that was wasn't there and should have you should have seen that earlier but you didn't so like i don't know what they're doing but like there there are key times of the day and um there's you just have to go and read up on like your posting as far as like you know trying to make sure that your content reaches more people and then all those hashtags and things such as that nature but yeah it's pretty interesting if you yeah because i've watched our followers grow and um just in a year um do you know how much you grow? Do you know? You know, you know, uh, you know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did do fairly well last year and like um as far as followers and I mean it's business goes too, because like um Instagram has brought me quite some many customers this past year. It's mm -hmm. like, oh how did you hear about me? You found me where? And I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, Instagram works. Right. <laughs> so um yeah, it works. It works if you work it. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Again, like I said, I've been following y'all and um, actually several people, but like to see the progress, I'm like, okay, and knowing the different routines y'all doing. And that goes with, like I said, the social media and even like to fitness. It's like, okay, like, you know, I can um, be a testimonial for different people and their successes on how they were able to move forward with their small goals to, you know, achieve a bigger goal. Um, I just think that's that's really cool. But, so that's basically what I'm trying to do. Um, so my smaller goals um, are really um, to start trying to get back out there um, and network again with people um, just to show my face and so people know who I am and what I do, even if they don't see me do my craft at that time, you know, just striking up conversations with people, which I think like um, with a business, a lot of people don't do. Um, sometimes they go and show face, but they don't talk to people. Mm -hmm. So they just want to look like a big boss in the corner, which is cool. But um, if no one knows who you are, even if they know about your company, if they don't know who you are, um, you run the risk of potentially um, losing clients or somebody looking at you like, who is this dude seeming like a, a jerk in the corner? And then they find out, oh, this person's associated with this business. Now it's like you might start losing business because it's like, Oh, I don't want to associate or deal with this kind of dude or person because they're kind of assholey. So that's another goal for people, y'all. Um, we got don't change. be assholes. Nah, <laughs> we got to change the way we start doing things. Just as a people, um, you know, we ain't gotta. Again, we didn't have to wait till the year, but you know, it is a new year, so let's do that. Um, not trying to get political, but you know who your president is, and um, they've made. Um, you know who your president is. I ain't got to explain. Just go look up your president, and they'll explain everything yourself. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, 
I know I said I didn't have a New Year's resolution, but I do have many goals for the year. Yeah, that's what we're going to call them. We're not going to call them New Year's resolution. We're going to call them goals for the year. So, yeah, one of my goals for this year is to... <laughs> one mm. of my goals... <laughs> one of my goals this year is to learn how to do pull-ups. I cannot do a pull-up to save my life. Now, granted, I could do push-ups. At least 10. But I can't do one single pull-up. So, one of my goals this year... So, get some upper body strength do a pull up so I'm working on that another one of my goals is to become more organized um, and business wise and to get more recognition or you know get more business so I'm actively working on you know making that a thing too so that I can um sustain myself so that is a a year goal but every month um I, I have set smaller goals to improve my business and to improve myself and every day when i work out i um to make sure that i am doing something to increase my upper body strength so that's cool yeah pull-ups are um are hard because um the difference, I mean, obviously, it's a big difference, but when you think about push-ups, um, you have gravity, but you're not really pushing up all of your weight. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're pushing up a, a large percentage of your weight, but not all of it. But, like, when you're doing pull-ups, you got dead weight, which is all of your weight, and then gravity, mm -hmm. so then you're trying to fight against all of that yeah and pull all that up man yeah so that's hard which is not to say that i don't know if i can do pills anymore you know having all these surgeries since i had my uh, shoulder surgery i haven't even tried pull-ups or i've tried them a little bit but not really so maybe maybe when i go to the gym and try some pull-ups and see if i can do them let's which have a did competition it. yeah i can already do more than that. But yeah, it could be a competition. <laughs> First of all, which you ain't gonna know. <laughs> no, like, we can go ahead and go to the gym. We can find out how many pull-ups we can actually do. Because I have not even tried one. Um, do our own little assessment. Do a little assessment. And then whoever can beat themselves later at the end of the year, then they win. What you gonna win, though? Mm, we can set them rules. Why we gotta wait to the end of the year? Why can't we shorter set a shorter goal? Okay, in six months then. All right, six months. All right, got it. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, what goals am I setting? Well, I did recently get um, a controller, um, a DJ controller, hmm. um, turntables, as some people call them. Um, yeah, so. You know, before I've been holding out, I've been just mixing on my laptop without a controller. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to get into this DJ thing. It's time for me to just go ahead and um, do it. And um, so it was a smaller goal I set for myself to just go ahead and get that. Throw out some more mixes. Um, Y'all can follow me on Mixcloud.com slash Sysum. And, um... 
yeah, I'm gonna keep trying to put out more, more of those. Um, again, just get myself networking again, cause you know, like I said, I didn't officially make no New Year's resolution, so to speak. I don't really think I even set any goals for myself. I just like, well, I did, but some of them ain't gonna really say on here. But um, yeah, my goal is to really just start, you know, getting more into my passions of like I said, music and I guess videography now too, but just get back into like my swing of being creative and an artist again and not letting uh, outside uh, forces consume all of that time. So like, I'm like, man, I enjoy like one of my coworkers had me, um, I was showing her how to draw like on the iPad. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, yeah, all you gotta do is do this. And I was like, dang, I miss drawing. Pulling out all my drawings, tablets, and stuff. It's just funny how, like, small things that trigger uh, creativity mm-hmm. within you. You know, I can't draw, but, like, I like to doodle all the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, sometimes I like making my little doodles in Photoshop instead of on a piece of paper. Right. And then it becomes digital mm-hmm. and they're weird looking, but they make me happy. So. Right. I mean, and just, just that. I think just being creative can always uplift people. Whether you're, whether whatever you call creative is as good as what somebody else calls creative, it's mm-hmm. not even the point. I mean, if you're able to create, you know, it's not a competition on whose drawing looks better or whatever. Oh, it's a competition. <laughs> I'm competitive. I mean, she competitive. I ain't compete with nobody. <laughs> no, that's why I stopped doing um, poetry partially because. I'm sorry, y'all, but I don't really like slams. You know, I'm kind of getting off topic a little bit, but um, that took away from my creativity because I didn't want to always compete with my um, literal expressions. So it was like, ah, this ain't for me. And it just felt like, you know, that was always a thing where you had to kind of compete with your your words. I'm like, "Ah, I can't, I can't do that. But you know, like when things become too competitive, it can kind of make you lose your momentum for wanting to do something, you know? Yeah. Um, It's no longer fun. It's just. Right. So then you start having the lack of desire to be successful. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of people problems, too. Like they set these huge goals for themselves at the beginning of the year. And then, you know, come March. They haven't been successful like they thought they should have because they ate salad for one week and thought that (laughs) they were supposed to be in shape. And so they don't really change their eating habits and they're just working out. So now they're just maintaining. They ain't losing nothing. And then they become frustrated and then they start to lose their momentum for whatever it is that they decided was their um, goals for the year and because they made it too large. It's almost like if I made a meatloaf of some sort, I made this big old meatloaf in a roasting pan that you make turkeys in or something. And so I made this big meatloaf and I sat down and I'm like, I'm going to eat all of this right now. And then you get full and you can't finish. And then, you know, things start looking bleak from there. So, you know, that's and then you start losing your momentum. So it's like, you know, that's why I feel like it's important to, you know, take things one bite at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, how do you keep your momentum going um, just with your career and with your goals? How do you how do you keep that going? Well, 
um, I try to be as organized as possible and I try not to overwhelm myself um, when I have projects and things such as that nature um, I try not to make it so tight and so if I if it's in my power I always like you know stretch it out and you know like I'm gonna shoot on this date and um, I'm gonna have your your uh, your proofs to look at by this date and then I'm gonna need you to give me like a week or two to have your finished product done so I try to give a lot myself enough time that I don't feel rushed and I don't feel like I'm in a pressure cooker so I feel like you know organized organization is the key to um, being successful like proper planning prevents piss poor performance and I believe in that so that helps me to um, stay or to keep my momentum because as long as I am successful in my own eyes and I don't feel like I'm failing, then it, it just pushed me further to the next project. I dig it. I dig it. Um, for y'all that's just tuning in, just kidding. I don't know why you would skip to this part. Of it. <laughs> but, um, so you're, you're hearing that from somebody who is uh, a businesswoman. And um, what I would say is successful at her business. Um, she's been in Austin for uh, two years we made out here. And, oh, well, yeah, we just made technically three years um, on the first. Um, but, like, in that two years, being out here, she's gained, I think, more clients than, um, than her whole career before we moved. But, you know, she did something different coming out here. Um, learned from, you know, previous and just figured out what she needs to do and has done it and is doing it. So, you know, that's the good advice to take from somebody that, you know, is doing, you know, doing doing the damn thing. But is doing it, you know, pretty much full time at this point. Um, even though she's teaching kids, but she's still teaching kids. Um something that's still in her field so she's still um doing photography so congrats on that thank you thank you thank you <laughs> i grew up wanting to do that girl. <laughs> yeah that's that is pretty dope um how do you keep your um momentum uh, how do you keep your eyes on the prize like what make you not want to stop doing first of all i'll be falling off the wagon a lot so i'm just gonna be honest with all of y'all because I honestly, I should have been had um, a lot of different projects complete, but um, it could be that I'm a Virgo or just a simple fact that I, I overanalyze everything and um, I always try to play my career too safe in a sense. Um, but like 2019 is going to be uh, the year where I'm just going to take more risk in a sense um, and really kind of what I said earlier, you know, we all got to start living. So it's like, um, we have to start learning how to take those risks. Um, and of course not taking a risk where you're like, you know what, today I'm just going to quit my job and I'll figure it out after that. Well, you got to have some kind of plan, some something. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, just taking that huge of a risk, but at the same time, like, you know, if that's what you feel you need to do, then you should just, be in the planning stages like you're saying up to that point have small goals um before you actually make that that leap or that jump so how do i keep my momentum um basically um 
I guess my me being too analytical is a, a blessing and a curse. Is that the phrase? Yeah. Um, so I guess the curse is, you know, I, I'll talk myself out of something, overthinking something. Where, and I think I've done that a lot of times. And then sometimes I'm self-conscious about my own um, my own art. And then I'm a perfectionist. So it's like that whole combination of all those things. Uh, you know, it holds up projects. So I have like music and stuff that I've made that's just been sitting there. Or like I'll be mixing it and don't like it. Or I'll start trying to add uh, more instruments to it and then I don't like it. So then it's just like, you know, it was probably perfectly fine the way it was. Um, so I should have just left it how it was. And so, you know, those that are getting uh, into music um, or getting into engineering or mixing and all that, you have to learn how to take breaks. Really, I guess for any art, you have to learn how to take breaks. You you'll get fatigue, and then that's when you start kind of ruining. Like I said, the, it was perfect. It was perfect. You were Before you got to that point, you, you, it was perfect. And then you were like, well, let me just try to push through it, and then that's when everything's going to go downhill. Um, so that's how, uh, I've been learning from my own mistakes, I guess is how I've been keeping my momentum and like I said, watching others around me and how they are gaining, um, what I perceive, they might not see it as success, um, but what I perceive for them or what I perceive is success. Cause I'm like, well, if you're doing this and you're able to do this now to me, that's success. You may not be at your end goal, but every time you can accomplish a little bit more you're successful even if you failed quote unquote and i say fail like um in the sense of you didn't reach your goal mm -hmm. so you might have failed at reaching that goal but it doesn't necessarily make you a um failure. a failure and you didn't it's not a bad thing because it's just now you got the opportunity to learn um, something more, you know, from that failure. Like, oh, okay, this is why this didn't work. So now just going to make that next step that much better and that much stronger because you you figured it out opposed to um, going along your whole journey without any issues or any problems. And then um, like just to... I have to use this analogy basically like an elevator versus steps. So with an elevator, you know, you can press the button and you just keep going all the way up to the top and all that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty much a smooth ride. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you, get, you can get all the way to the top fast too. Even if the elevator is kind of slow, but yeah, smooth ride. But if the elevator gets stuck or the line get cut or something, then you're gonna go all the way back to the bottom or you're gonna, it's gonna hold everything up at that point. But with the, with the steps, if you fall down, it's, now that I think about it, it's all just sounds real violent. But if you fall down the step, <laughs> I'm like, you, you get stuck in the elevator and the elevator drops. And, but if you, um. You know, if you fall down a step, it's like, dang, you know, you went back a few steps, but you can easily see each step, you know, to climb back up it versus with the elevator. Um, yeah, you got up to the top fast, but again, if something happens and you kind of start over at the bottom or you drop faster. Um, so you basically miss more steps. Um, so it's just going to make it 
possibly that much harder to have to get back up because at that point now you gotta wait for the elevator to be fixed and yeah you might be able to skyrocket to the top again but no long no telling how long it's gonna take for those el- the elevator to get fixed it's gonna be out of order <laughs> you have to go find another <laughs> elevator on the other side of the building and by then yeah wait for fire and rescue to come open right yeah you gotta wait for me yeah to get you out the elevator so it's like by then you could have been already at the top you know taking the stairs or by the time you get to the top in your elevator after all this resolved now your um, opportunity is gone because you know whatever so the moral of the story is don't take the easy road to the top <laughs> right sometimes you need those little hard turns but to me you know what though um i think that makes somebody a better whatever it Bill's is character yeah uh, yeah exactly yeah it, go ahead earlier when you were talking about failing i was thinking to myself um one reason why i was so scared um i was so scared to quit my job because i've always been i guess uh, what i like to call a slave mentality as far as when it comes to work i always felt that i needed a job i've been working since i was 16 so I always felt that you need a job. You have you can't survive without a job. Um, but then I realized that if I don't never step out on my own and if I continue to work full time at somebody else's job and part time at my own business, I may never be successful. And I I rather fail than not to ever fail because at least then I tried. Because before, it's like, oh, I wanna, I wanna have a business. I wanna do this. I wanna be an artist. I wanna sell my art. I wanna this, that, and so and so. But if you don't never get out there and and do, then how will you ever know that you could have been successful, or, you know, you could have made it if you never tried? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't try, you you left wondering like. Well, what if, what if I did? But yeah, now at that point it's too late. But like at worst, like I said, if you try, you just get, you just come back to the same point that you are at before you try, and you're not left wondering, uh, stuck in a what if uh, kind of cycle. So yeah, I totally get it. All right, I used to do home health, and I used to have some patients that used to tell me I wish. They wish they would have done this or they wish they would have done that. And I had some patients that was like, I did everything I wanted to do. And I want to be old talking about I did everything that mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Like, one of my models is fuck it up. And I, I have a good time wherever I go and whatever I am doing at that moment. I make sure that I live life to the fullest. Because if I turn the corner and die, I want to know or people will know that you know she lived her life right but nah for real though but yeah you're right like um yeah we do gotta just live it's funny you say that about your patience um being older too like even me like right now I don't wanna um even have to wait till I'm at like a, a retirement age to start doing things, you know? 
Like, because people are like, well, once you retire, then I'm going to start traveling more and this and that. Like, no, nah, I don't want to be in retirement age to start traveling. I don't want to be a certain age. Um, and then I'm doing this particular thing in my career. And I actually want to be at a certain peak in my career before I even reach a certain age. Um, so it's like, you know, setting these small goals so, um, you know, I can be better at that and reach my goals in the in the manner that I want. I will say, even though I, I do feel like I've been procrastinating a lot since we've been out here in uh, the Austin area, I have been, like, um, taking in a lot of how, like, how things have been going. Um, so... I think this year, once I start tackling it, um, I, I believe um, I'll reach success faster than I would have thought I would, which mm-hmm. is weird because I'm saying it, but you know, <laughs> but I think I'm going to reach success quicker than I, I'm even thinking just because um, I kind of know the strategy. I know what to do. It's just a matter of, of doing it. And um, like I said, all the resources are there for me to, you know, be great at what I'm doing. It's just now um, I need to go ahead and put the things in those positions so it can be great. You have to start planting those seeds so it can grow. Cause mm-hmm. Having seeds in your pocket, I mean, that's just, you know. Seeds in your pocket. Seeds in your pocket. <laughs> Maybe if you have sunflower seeds, that's what they become. Mm-hmm. Dry. Dry. <laughs> But yeah, but like, um, yeah, I think people need to um, do away with the idea of a New Year's resolution. Um, you can set a goal. That's what we're saying. We're you just set a goal for the next year, or just set a goal for the next month, day. You set goals going forward. Um, uh, but you know, when the new year comes around, you can always be like, you know what? I'm just gonna try something new and finish this year out doing whatever this thing is. I get it, but. I say let's do away with the word word phrase, New Year's resolution. Let's just say we're going to set some different goals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for that year. But like we were saying earlier, you got to set small goals so you can reach success and actually plan that stuff out. You mentioned being uh, trying to get more organized. Um, I think, which is funny, um, the word organization and professional um, to me is relative. Um, cause what you perceive as organized may not be what I perceive as organized. Like, um, I know somebody brought up like analogy with women's purses. Like y'all know where everything is in there, but like me looking in there, I'm like, ah, it's not organized, but you know where it's at. Mm-hmm. So it's organized. It's just not organized for me. But even, you know, in, you know, somebody's, um, you know, maybe the way that they're, their kitchen is arranged, you know. Mm-hmm. It's organized, but, you know, that doesn't mean it's organized. So It doesn't make sense to you, but it makes yeah, sense Yeah, right, to basically right. So, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And then um, professionalism, it's like, when, you, when you people hear, like, professional, you're like, oh, he's professional, whatever, you instantly think degrees or, like, a suit and tie like everybody gets these certain um, images in their head of what you know professional is, but um, you know I've worked for companies you know that are professional companies, but then you see how they do things and you're like, 
Well, they ain't professional. Mm-hmm. But this is the, you know, y'all are professional. But I'm like, why would people do something like that? Mm-hmm. And um, and I realized, like, with us, like, in our circle, like, we're under the microscope. And people are always looking at us, um, kind of, like, analyzing what we're doing. But then at the same time, they're almost be looking at us, like, for example, like, so, <laughs> I try not to be too specific, but, like, working with Chuck Wavy, people were coming at uh, me and Chuck Wavy about, like, some of his stuff, like, oh, well, now y'all know about this, y'all should do this, this, and that, you know, and do this, this, and this, this, blah, 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 blah. So they basically come at us, like, um, you don't know what you're doing. Like, we don't know what we're doing, and, like, they so much more professional than we are, but then when it comes to, like, you know, how they handling quote unquote whatever then it's like like really like you're doing it like that but you're so professional but like for <sighs> yeah I'm trying to get the, the specific example but just, you just but, I, but I understand like you know like you know so we're gonna handle business like this so and so such and such but then on the back end they don't even hold up their own basically with, right their own they set ground rules and then they come through and not even follow their own ground rules. Right. So it's yeah. like, and, and then some of these people, um, you know, and not even just with Chuck Wavy, but like different people that you know I've even met, um, really just throughout my my career period. But like some of these people have clout. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like these people have like you know big connects. Yeah, but just because people are who they are, don't make them professional. Right. And that's what's like. And sometimes that's actually our president ain't professional. Right. <laughs> He run the, the whole country. <laughs> the world, the world's biggest military. Sad. Yeah. yeah. In you the words of Kendrick saying. Lamar, we gonna be alright. You're right. We gonna be alright. But yeah, like, um, yeah, because I've worked with professional people again who've had like big, but like that's actually motivation. I think if anybody let stuff like that be your motivation, because um, when you can see these people who have all these resources and all this stuff and they're not that professional and they come to you for your assistance. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's still something that they're lacking. So like, you know, take that, take their flaws and flip it and make it like, you know, your, your upcoming, your upcoming. I think that's the word I want to use. Mm -hmm. But like, so that's what I've been doing. Like I've worked at a couple of different people's studios and um, they were unprofessional about how they did it. And they just actually made me feel good that I knew more than I thought I did because I'm like, I knew what I was doing, but mm-hmm. like, I just don't have a studio, you know what I mean? So it's like, well, what if, you know, what if I did have the these resources, you know, how much more successful would I be? Right. you got to think too, um, like some of us, like me, I would downplay myself like, man, you know, I don't have this, I don't got this, but if you, whoa. Um, I'll be looking at like, like equipment wise. Like I'll be thinking about thinking, like uh, some people I do run into who seem more professional than me, have better equipment than me, right? But when it comes down to it, some of those people don't really know how to use their equipment, mm-hmm. or um, they know how to use it, but maybe they do everything so cookie cutter, so like their creativity isn't there, or. Um, maybe like again, like they're the way they do stuff looks like or sounds like everybody else's. So, 
It's like, but you have to think about like you know people that don't have like better equipment than somebody else, and they should be like the bomb. Like right. like oh wow, like I know that I've created some images, and people are like oh I love this blah blah blah, and I'm like oh I did that on my cell phone mm-hmm. <laughs> like. I can't print this off to you because I did this on my cell phone. Right. And it's like, so I feel like it's not about necessarily the equipment that people have. It's really not. It's, it's really about just your not skills. Your yeah. skills are not how to use what you got. Because you're right. Like, um, I've shot videos with, uh, I'm not going to say because it doesn't even matter. But just, no, I will say. Because it just makes me seem that much more dope. But what? T5 eyes what I have? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a DSLR camera. It's not a video camera. Um, didn't even have like the greatest lens. Um, so it's like I made that shit work with, with and just a cell that. Phone. Yeah, and a cell phone. So shoot, I've shot like little videos on my cell phone, edited. Um, so like I'm like if I could do it with this, just imagine if if I did have extra equipment or this or whatever. Like, for example, like, um, you know, I went to school for audio engineering and, you know, I know people, I run to other people like, yeah, I'm a producer, God, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you need this particular mic to, no, you really don't. The thing about microphones, um, yes, the better microphone definitely is going to sound much better, but for your average listener, can't tell what kind of microphone it was on. Exactly. But. Obviously, if you have a shittier microphone and you're recording in the bathroom and the vent's on and your neighbors next door got their water running, it's coming through. Yeah, your your whole recording is going to have bad quality. Mm -hmm. But maybe if you had a shittier microphone and you're in a a closet that got a whole bunch of clothes in it, it sounds pretty decent in there. (laughs) So, like, you just need to switch up your environment. But like you were saying, even like with the cell phone, like people are like, dang, your cell phone will shoot good. But yeah, maybe because you're all trying to shoot in the dark. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Or you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Maybe you didn't set, you didn't zoom good or you didn't try to focus on it. So it's like, you got to learn how to use what you got. So like for people that are up and coming in whatever craft that you're in and you feel like you don't have the sufficient equipment, just use the hell out of what you got and like make the best of it and if you can if you can even get close to you know the professional level quote unquote but if you can get close to you know I'm trying to say like if you're trying to make a Picasso I'll just say for artists I don't know I don't even like Picasso's work I'm not even going to use that as an example yeah I said I don't like Picasso um (laughs) (laughs) it's okay everybody has an opinion Right. <laughs> People will get mad. You don't like Picasso? I'm like, what do you like about Picasso? Then they can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't like Picasso either. But anyways, then if you can get close to, like, you know, whatever the goal is, but, like, maybe your equipment will hinder you from actually reaching that goal. But if you can get really close to it, then, like, you should pat yourself on the back because, like, you know. I also feel like it's all about the confidence that you have in yourself, too. Because you can have the best equipment and not have enough confidence and it's going to look worse. So, like, right. that also plays a part of how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so if you think 
high thoughts or high regards for yourself, then you know other people will think that too. Right. You know, that, you, that's you a good putting idea. that putting that out there into the atmosphere, you know, like I'm good and my work is good and you like it. You know you like it, but without being arrogant. I was gonna say that because there is a fine line, but like you need, you do need to have confidence in your own work um, because that that does um, resonate with others. You know, people will flock to you just because of the confidence that you have. Like I think about like um, people who um, people who might be bigger you know body wise right like you know but they wear their clothes that you know complement their their body type and they still walk around and strut with confidence like people mm-hmm. would be like oh you walk around with this fat person but you're like what like this person ain't fat you know what i mean like granted they might be overweight but like you know this person ain't fat like you better chill out calling you know my homie over here fat you know, like, well, they dress, they dress their body very well, and they wear their confidence. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that confidence, you'll you'll just flock to anybody. Like, yeah, you, you'll just like I've seen. Um, back when I was bigger, I would see women wearing crop tops and things, and I'm like, oh, she looks so good in that. Like, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have the confidence to do so, mm-hmm. but then like. Um, before I lost weight, I started building my confidence in myself and that, you know, that I can do whatever I want to. Everybody else was doing it. You know, why not? And so then, you know, when I would dress myself in certain ways and, and I put on that confidence, uh, it was like other people viewed it as Mm -hmm. being real cute too. So I feel like, you know, it's all about how you carry yourself and how you feel about yourself and like, you can't sell anybody anything that you're right. doing if you don't even believe in it. Because right. if you don't believe in it and you wouldn't buy the product, why should I? Right, exactly. So that comes down to, like, um, why should somebody invest in you if you're not even investing in yourself? Exactly. And that actually goes back into artists as well. Because um, people always talk about, well, artists don't have money. Uh, artists have money, but some artists just don't take the time to invest in themselves. Artists might need more money, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like you, just really in general, um, not even from an art perspective, us as people, we need to start. I'm sorry, Siri. You know, I was talking to you, you scared the shit out of me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we got one of those home pods here, and uh, Siri thought we were talking to it. I was like, some guy just broke in our house and just decided to start talking. Man, <laughs> I looked around like, what the fuck? Okay. Sorry. Somebody, I'm getting off topic a little bit, but you know we could do that. Um, and I'm gonna come right back to it. Somebody on Facebook posted, um, like, what would you do if you broke into somebody's house, but not to steal anything? What things would you do just to basically irritate them or something like that? So people are saying stuff like, I would steal all the toilet paper, or I'd leave just like one little strip of toilet paper on all the. I would take all the toilet paper, but then just leave like one like little. Um, piece of paper square. square and um i know somebody said um they would turn they would loosen up all the light bulbs just enough to where the lights won't come on um some people said they'll leave the, the toothpaste cap off i'll tag you in it 
I would rearrange the uh, kitchen. Somebody said that too that they would uh, rearrange the kitchen, move um, all the spices. Is, yes, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody was like they would um, like whatever drinks that are in the refrigerator, they would drink it to like down to, <laughs> to that last those <laughs> <laughs> and, and leave them in there. Um, somebody was like, I just live in the attic. I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, <laughs> there's, anyway, but yeah. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that thing was funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, anyways, but yeah, I think people, we all need to start wearing um, our confidence on our sleeves, but not coming at it in an arrogant way, but just investing yourselves and, you know, have more confidence because, for one, you're more likely to get a job. You're more likely to get a mate if that's what you're looking for. Uh, get friends. Um, get a gig or just you know get positive things around you um when you exert that um but like i said it, and there's a fine line between being arrogant and being i don't want to say it's a fine line there is a line but like just don't go too confident and kind of people are like oh i'm not arrogant i'm confident no mm. you're arrogant yeah when you <laughs> be, when you become right you know, I feel like, you know, you can be confident. Sometimes people people be um, arrogant when they be like, well, yeah, my work is way better than that, blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't, you could have kept that to yourself. Like, I see stuff sometimes and I'm like, that's not that cute. But I can also find something within that that I felt or feel like is, you know, worthy of mention. Like, I I really like this and I Mm -hmm. really like that. And if they ask for an opinion, then I'll give my opinion. Um, and But I won't just point out all the bad I think, stuff. I think I that's w- what sometimes is the difference between, like, being arrogant and confident. It's like, confident, you just kind of walk around, you know, prideful about, you know, you should be happy about, like, if you accomplish some things, be happy about your accomplishments. Don't let anybody, somebody try to tell me that, like, it was a poem I did. And the poem was like, um... It was a poem about, like, it was a boastful poem, so that's the kind of poem it was, like, you know. But these are things that, um, part of the poem, things I was saying in the poem were things that people said about me. So, like, or, you know, basically stuff that people said about me. So I'm taking things that, positive things people said about me and putting them in the poem, and I'm like, yeah, so I'm this, this, and that, and this, this, and that. And somebody told me, like, um, they basically got mad. It was like, you don't like people like you because you're arrogant. I thought your poems were good, but like, you know, I'm about to unfriend you and follow you because you're just arrogant. I can't stand arrogant people and stuff. I was like, honestly, I was like, um, I don't really care, but I just feel I need to defend myself from what you're saying. So I was like, you can still keep me unfriended or whatever. I don't care, but I just want to let you know who I am because I'm not about to let somebody just have that opinion of me but mm-hmm. i was like uh no i was like these are things people said so if somebody says that you're a beautiful person are you saying you can't say it too mm-hmm. so if somebody's like you're beautiful you're like, mm-hmm, you know, yeah okay. that's right <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's I the point of the compliment so you can feel better about yourself so you should be able to say the same like plus if no one else is gonna say you're beautiful you better tell you yourself. You better tell yourself. Birth. Now, right. now, now, because you're calling yourself beautiful makes you arrogant. No, it. No, it's called building my confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that you should start reading us like half a poem or something, like to begin or even end. I can. Um, 
Hold on, my book is in. I mean, you ain't got to do it this today. Oh, okay. But maybe next time you can give, you can bless the mic oh, with yeah. your presence <laughs> and give us a little bit of a little bit of that the lyrical, lyrical eye. eye. <laughs> Did I say that? It's one of my AKAs. AKA lyrical eye. Yeah, you AKA said. Okay. I'm yeah. Sorry. I think you just didn't we want me to go on my AKA rant again. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's basically it. What we just wanted to talk about just to bring up uh, 2019. Um, again, like I said before, um, this year is going to be a great year for conversations and a good year going forward. Oh, yeah, um, we about to grow. Yeah. Um, can't really say everything we're about to do <laughs> at this time. But if you listen, you can come back and. Uh, I was going to say, see what we about to do, but, you know. You know, but actually, yeah, we do uh, plan on trying to. Eventually, d- you uh, can see. Yeah, make <laughs> it a visual do. thing as well. Um, we just got to get some other things worked out. But, um, yeah, to stay tuned. There's going to be more here from Conversations. Um, yeah, so anything, can you take nothing else away from this? Um, start setting small goals for yourself. Build more confidence in yourself. I'm going to try to do the same. Um, Not try. Oh, yeah, I'm doing the same. Mm -hmm. That's another thing right there. Yeah, don't say try. Just do. Mm -hmm. You just got to be. Don't talk about it. Be Be about about it. it. Be about it, about it. Because I'm about it. You about it? I'm about it. I'm about it. Go Saints. (laughs) (laughs) Who that? But, yeah, takeaways is organization. Having confidence in yourself, setting small goals so that you're able to accomplish your bigger goals, and just doing. We will no longer meet to meet. Yep, and that's what that's what conversations is about to be doing. We're gonna be doing, um, and that's the benchmark I want to set. So here, going forward, about to be doing some different things. Um, again, I'm gonna have some more guests. Um, next episode is gonna be about. Um, being a black male in America, uh, we kind of meant we vaguely kind of a little bit talked about some of that on previous episodes, but I want to just specifically talk about being a black male in America. Um, I think this is a good topic to start off. Um, year black with history, a, oh. yeah, I mean, yeah, but exactly, it kind of flows right into that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, being a black male in America, um, I'd love to have some other guests on so if you hear this episode um please hit me up um even if i can't get you on the show i can at least get like a brief little snippet or interview of you um so i can drop in here but um yeah i think we should uh see about getting maybe one or two black men mm-hmm. to come and lend their opinion and how they feel because i know that i i have some things i would like to express not I mean, I have to wait till next week anyway, but right, like, right. you know, I'm not a man, but I do. I mean, but we'd like to hear the queen's perspective as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, because what happens to a black male affects the black woman. And I mean, really affects anybody, but like, yeah, I mean, there's a domino effect with it. So it doesn't only affect us, it affects everybody. I so look forward to it. Yeah. And um, if this is your first time tuning in to Conversations, um, thank y'all. Uh, go please listen to previous episodes. Um, like, share, follow. And uh, yeah, peace.
Why she waits so long? Because I like to be dramatic. Yes, I see. Spirit fingers. <laughs> AKA, AKA jazz fingers. AKA. <laughs> we silly y'all. All right, y'all. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>